0: Tom Gerhart and Dan Provost are the guys behind Studio Neat. On this show we discuss entrepreneurship, product design, and all of the ups and downs that come with running a small business. I'm Mike Hurley, and this is Thoroughly Considered. How do you guys like your journey I have red noses?
1: Cool. Thanks for sending those, Mike. I smuggled them. <laughs> That's right.
2: That's right. They're cool. They're, uh, I was surprised that the container it comes in is paper. Yeah. Uh Paper pulp. That's cool. Yeah.
1: I was pleased with the container because I was worried when you see it in pictures, it looks like a, like a case you'd hold a retainer in. Uh, yeah. and, uh, I was worried, it was like, that seems like too much. Like, does this thing need a case? But it's not a case. It's just a thing to protect it. Like when it's sitting in the store shelf or whatever, hmm. but it's not meant to, you're not meant to carry it around in no. this thing really. Cause you it has no clasp. It yeah. doesn't have a, yeah. doesn't have a hinge either. It's actually just like a sticker that is hinging these two, uh, pulpy halves together. So it was like, okay, they didn't actually go overboard with the case. This is just a packaging thing.
2: I am disappointed uh, by oh. the sticker, though. Oh, why? It's a paper sticker, and it's, like, ripped in half instead of, like, being, like, a vinyl sticker and just well, coming off. I think
0: off. they were going for maximum sustainability with this product, right? For yeah, maybe. Uh, uh, I'm not, I am I think don't it know. needs the case, too, because I think... Cause, because the actual nose portion is paper... It can mm-hmm. get damaged Yeah, no, it right can't easily. be all bare. You stick this on yeah. your
1: nose, all dusty. Like, I've put some yeah. dents
0: in mine where I was just playing around with it too much,
1: mm-hmm. and I've put mm-hmm. a couple of, like, some dents in there. Yeah, the- that, that's definitely something I noticed is when you're, like, opening it, you feel like you have to be... Really specific in how you're holding it mm-hmm. or you're just going to crush the, you know, the, yep. the paper well And uh, also part. the, the so.
0: elastic is quite strong, so it, it has a tendency to just fly out of my hands if I'm yeah. not opening yeah. it Same. just right. Yeah,
1: I've sh- I've shot it across the room a couple times <laughs> playing with it. <laughs>
0: looks good. Tom, pretty Tom, great. Tom has his own. looks good. <laughs> looks good on pretty Tom. Pretty great. Oh, nice, Dan.
1: Yep. It looks I, good. I, it's a good look. I, on, uh... I accidentally unhooked one of the rubber bands, and I mm. can't figure out how to get it. Oh, uh, yeah, well, that, that, that does feel like it. one of those things where it's like you may never get up. Oh, you need a spike Tom like fix. this. I do. Yeah. That's exact. I tried to use a pencil at first, and I just marked up my thing. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but it's a little, I, I think it's a fun
0: design object. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I, I'm, that's I'm great. very happy no, to have great. to have one because it's just like
1: it's like a fun, just
0: like a fun little thing to have.
1: No, it's great. It Such a fanboy. So what? Uh, what? Is, what is the prediction for next year? Are they gonna more or less keep this? Do you think, or something totally different? Uh?
0: Mm, that's interesting. I w- I would, provided that this that it goes well for them in the sense of like they don't have any horrific production issue, or they don't have any like a like you know twenty five percent of customers crush their red nose in the first five <laughs> minutes kind of thing. Right. Right. I would expect them to keep the overall design, but maybe make some color tweaks. But the industrial, mm-hmm. as we were talking about last time, the industrial design process. to this looks like it must have been really complicated, and I feel like you've got yeah. to get a few years out of the design,
2: yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you could do like rainbow paper. Or something. I bet yeah. there's ways that you mm. could
0: jazz it up. It's very cool. It's also one of those things where I don't feel like they have to they don't really have to change it every year. It's more Mm -hmm. about just having it available every year. It's like you know how we do I think we spoke about like we have the poppies for Remembrance Day. Yeah. It's not like they get a new design. Like they're always the same. They're always exactly Mm the Mm same. I mean they do additional things now, so you can get like enamel pins. And there was a funny thing where they started doing enamel pins, people were like, great, now I don't have to buy a poppy every year. And so then they started putting the year on the enamel pin. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was like, yeah. clever. It's like, guys, clever. we really yeah. need you to buy it. Yeah, the, the point <laughs> to this is you need to give us money every year because yeah. it's important, right? Like, <laughs> and I, I thought that was really funny. Uh,
1: one question I have, I don't know if this is a mistake or part of the branding. On the back of the case, along the curve here, it says Red Nose 2023, period. Created by our friends at Love From, comma. yeah. Uh, isn't like that part of the brand? Because that's it's like what like I was wondering. Like, Love From Johnny, Johnny. Yeah. yeah. Love From, like, I don't, I, that's a question, but I saw that and I was like, Where's the rest? <laughs> that seems like a mistake, but maybe it's not. Maybe that's the brand. Name. Oh, yeah, no, there,
2: URL, it. like the site. Like, if you go do type Google, it, there is a comma at the end, so that yeah. must just be. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, there's a nice little animation on the website where the comma comes to life. Mm-hmm. Very pixar And then that's... Oh, and then it's got like a whole little thing. Wow, there's a lot of text on this website.
1: It comes oh yeah. It's, yeah it's definitely part of the yeah, branding Ruby, interesting yeah. love it's from. just one of those things where it becomes awkward when it's at the end of a sentence <laughs>
0: yeah. especially like,
1: considering <laughs> there's other punctuation in that sentence right like yeah. that there's yeah. like <laughs>
0: <laughs> made from a friend's at love from and it just trails off to the end yeah. <laughs> love <from> a ghost <laughs> oh, can I read this also on their website yes Love From is a creative collective. We are designers, architects, musicians, filmmakers, writers, engineers, and artists. You may know us by our past work. We are obsessed with the traditions of creating and making, fanatically devoted to excellence, insatiably curious. We collaborate with leaders and founders. We work on projects for joy. We develop our own ideas. And it says love and fury at the bottom, which I don't <laughs> particularly know what that part what, what that is. But how beautiful is that? Yeah, wow. Johnny, if you want to add podcasters to that list, just let us know. (laughs) You know, we can be in there too. You may know us by our past work. What a flex. (laughs) So, but there's no links on this site. (laughs) Nothing. This is like, we will work with you, but you have to find us. Like, that's how that feels to me. Like, if you can get to us, maybe we can talk, but we're not going to give you any contact information.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the real flex.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm looking at their HTML, see if there's any cookies. Trying to hack them? I don't see any cookies, though.
1: Or any? They don't need cookies. Little Easter eggs? The uh, comma uh, animation changes every time you load the page. It's different.
0: Oh, come on. <laughs> Johnny, you're the best. <laughs> I feel so safe on this podcast that I can just <laughs> talk about how much I love Johnny Ive with no repercussions. Now no Mike, one's complaining to me about USB ports. It's just not happening.
2: Oh, you be that Johnny Ive that changed
0: the font? <laughs> he I all buttons. The <laughs> he <No>. hates them. <laughs> buttons are hated now. Have you heard about what they're going to do with the next phone? Oh yeah. Solid Those state count buttons, buttons to me. including the mute switch. I'm not happy about the idea mm. of that. They want to get rid of it and it just be it's all capacitive solid state buttons with haptic feedback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't mind for all the buttons, but the mute switch, I uh, I really hope they have a clever way of allowing me to confirm that my phone is on mute without ever taking it out of my pocket. Right because that, that's the habit oh. that I have that I've built up. Hmm. I,
2: I could see it where it's still a physical switch, but it doesn't, uh, but it's not hooked up to electronics. Like, I'm guessing you are doing this for water resistance.
0: Maybe? Yes. Uh, my guess. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I mean, could there else be a space
0: saving? Oh, no, because no, you still got, I have the no, things behind.
2: I, I mm. bet it's just for waterproofing, and but so it, there might be a hmm, way. Because hmm. I think that thing you're saying is very true and real, where you want to be able to check... Um. And you also need these buttons to be raised. I mean, there's no question they're going to be raised still. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, what is... I bet it's for waterproofing. And so...
1: Uh, hmm. Yeah, that's... Yeah, I, I'm going to be really interested in that. I mean, I personally, I don't use the the mute switch. I just always keep it muted. So I, for me personally, I don't need that. But I understand how many people yep. do rely on that. My but phone is always the, muted
0: too. But if I'm in a situation where it's like... You know, because oh, at a theater or whatever, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I would always check. Just mm-hmm. make, because I don't want to be the guy who I thought my phone was muted, but it yeah. wasn't. Yeah. yeah. By the way,
2: the orange indicator paint on my mute switch is like gone. Really? <laughs> yeah. Huh. That's kind of weird. There's like little corners of it. And it's like digging in there
0: to- they, uh, they use that like the rings of a tree. <laughs> That's how, old right. how old is yeah. your phone?
1: Actually, this phone is pretty old. Yeah, the uh, I mean, I think the uh, you know the transition of the home button to uh, hap- you know physical button vers- to haptic back in the home button days w- was a triumph. I thought, like, I felt yeah. I thought it felt great to have that. So, mute button aside, like, I think this will be fine. Yeah. That's but the mute button's the question. Yeah, that's exactly. We can't
2: we can't be all up in Dan's tech corner before we even have a show. (laughs) I mean, that's that's very very fair. There is an order around here.
0: Johnny falls outside of tech corner, but that's where
1: yes, he gets his own corner. Uh Mike, would you like to talk about your your new notebook project? You know what, boys? I would love to. So.
0: So uh, at Cortex Brand, we have a new product called the Sidekick Notepad, which is a landscape notepad with perforated pages. It's kind of like um, you take your daily notes on it. It's like three quarters dot grid, one quarter to-do list. I use it in front of my keyboard. I have it for calls and stuff. I take it to meetings. um, And it's a way for me to take down these notes and then tear them out. It's more for your daily stuff your ephemeral stuff it's not intended for notes that you keep because you have to tear it out to get to the next page (laughs) so like it is more of like a daily notes pad uh yeah i've been working on it for a year and a half it's made in britain which is something that i'm really proud of it's actually made in london which Mm. was something that i cannot believe i was able to work out did Um, you visit them uh, for about a 3 month stretch I was going every week because <laughs> we were <laughs> nice. trying to work through a series of issues but yeah I've I go to them pretty frequently uh the place that I went to is actually where they put it together and it was hand assembled which was mm-hmm. wild to me I could watch the guys take the pads put them in the machines trim off the edges trim the corners mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it was a it was a real eye opening experience for me because I've not got to see that yet with the stuff that we've mm-hmm. made We've either yeah, had yes. things made by other people, like with the pens and with the original journal. You guys managed it for me completely. And mm-hmm. then we we moved the journal to a company in Poland, but I've never been there. Um, but Psychic Notepad was made in London. It's a company called F.E. Berman, who've been around forever. Um, mm. And I got to do some fun stuff with paper. So the cover that we have is made from a paper called Extract, which is mm, made from recycled coffee cups. So it's it's yeah, not yeah, yeah. Color Plan, but it is G F Smith, which is why you oh that, that okay. yeah yeah, mind. yeah G F Smith G F Smith yeah. do Color Plan and they do extract. They're like their papers along with all the other papers they provide, and G F mm-hmm. Smith provided all the paper for us. Uh, for oh, this cool. So yeah, it's been a labor of love, definitely. This has been <laughs> the hardest thing that we've done so far, um, but it. I'm very happy with how it's come together. Um, yeah, I'm really pleased about it, and it's. I mean, I I learned so much from you guys about patience, I think, during this process, (laughs) right? And like, seriously, like without like us doing this show, I I think I probably would have given up because Mm -hmm. I I just would have figured like this is too hard. Like this just isn't working. You know, like we Mm -hmm. were from the day they made the first one, right? They actually gave me one and be like, okay, we think we've got it. It was a year before they were done. Oof. Because
2: they were like, what was we the yeah? What was the main challenges? What uh...
0: it was like we made a bunch and then they didn't perforate correctly, and then we made some mm. more and the perforation stuck out too far from like the because the the cover uh, from the folds fold. up and yeah. around, mm. and then I took away some of the early ones, and so the cover folds back and around, and we put some pre folds yeah. in the cover, and the so you see like a, a kind of like a spine at the top. And it started to lift up and uh, because there was too much tension on the cover, on the folds. Mm. The folds mm. oh, didn't have enough tolerance. Oh, yeah, you mean like the, where the scores were. Yeah. We started learning like yeah. that kind of stuff with like the mm-hmm. tolerance yeah. stuff. And then, yeah. <laughs> yeah so so it,
2: I have a question. Yeah, okay. I have a question. Um, do you think that almost all of those issues would have been solved if you were able to like prototype and iterate like yourself on... Getting those things like, were they dimension things that were specification things, or were they like, um, pro- like manufacturing process things that were surprises? Does
0: that so, make sense? So, of the issues that we had, I think they fell into both categories of like, this is an issue with the way it was designed, and uh-huh. then an issue with maybe then choices that we made in manufacturing. Uh-huh. So, like, the idea of how it was designed, like, for me, I was kind of just like, yeah, just have it fold up and around, like, not really taking yeah. into account that I would need to leave space, right? So, yeah, we just or, measured, yeah. like, oh, it needs to be two centimeters by like one se-. like, you know. Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. Um, and you
2: didn't try it in, in in yourself?
0: I don't have the ability. I wouldn't even know how to start. See, this is the thing. Like, I have yeah. no idea, right? Like, yeah. I, it's like, and and when you say that, it's kind of like, why didn't I try it? Well, no, I mean,
2: and that's what I'm getting to, like, that's what I'm kind of like poking at is this, this attention that we, that like, we are thinking about too, of like, how much in house, how much like externally do you, Mm -hmm. do you, do you, do you let other people do? And my attitude is having to do this stuff in house and like, know how the thing is made and like that's when you uncover all those problems right like if you had to get a bone tool and like make those scores and fold it and like do it yourself you would have figured that out real quick Mm -hmm. right but on the other hand like we're making we're developing a product right now where for us to make a sample that is like good enough to really know some things it's like we would need a fifty hundred thousand dollar machine yeah. and so it's like it's like do we not make those things or how do we and so there's always this tension of like like the design process and the tools and can how much can you do it like how close to the metal can you be so anyways i was just yeah i was curious so mm-hmm. so you specified this thing mm-hmm. you like designed it in 2d obviously you had the idea you specified some thicknesses and stuff but then they made some samples, and mm-hmm. then you got into this iteration process of making samples with them, and yes. that's what took a long time. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: and gotcha. because I am, and again, I think I learned this from you guys. Very sample heavy, like yeah, mm-hmm. I want samples as many samples mm-hmm. as I can get. Yeah, and and then and, and like no matter what it costs, like this product, yep. we've spent thousands in samples. Like because yeah. every you know to do a sample, it's like two hundred and fifty pounds a time because it's like yeah. well, yeah. you've got to sp- spin up at least some of the machines, right? And, and they're like not making could, any money doing that. No, they're probably losing mm-hmm. money. Yeah, because they yeah. they're yeah. just like they're covering some kind of cost, and it's like the hope that if we get it right, then we'll go for yep. it. But yeah. like the benefit that I had in the time that it took because it took so long I had a long time to use the product and it's how I noticed things like the cover starting Mm. to lift and stuff like that Mm -hmm. was because it was sitting on my desk open for two months but Mm -hmm. you know that and then you know one obviously some of the reasons it took so long is that we had paper shortages and Mm -hmm. like the Mm -hmm. the, the extract paper that we use we use it on the front and back and the back is really thick so it maintains rigidity Uh, G.F. Smith don't produce a thickness thick enough. So we had to get the paper laminated to make a thicker cardstock. And they didn't have enough of it. So we had to wait for more to be made. And like these these things happen, right? Yeah, yeah. But the majority of the time was in the prototyping stage and just making sure that I got it right. Like as well, initially we were gonna staple it. And like with we staple oh. binder underneath, but then mm. over time you start to see the staples coming through the top of the cover. So then that doesn't yeah. work. So like, all right, so what kind of binding can we do? And you mm. know, did it, you do
2: glue? What is it? At the, what it's is, glued. It yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: On the very end, it's glued at the very or, top. I think it, I think it's called per binding. Right. Yeah. So it, it's glued at the very top, and yeah. then the cover comes over it and is it glued at the. Edge. okay gotcha gotcha mm-hmm. so like the the paper is bound and then the cover is attached but yeah it's it. a glue
2: binding to keep yeah. the paper together and then the cover is glued on the mm-hmm. binding stack mm-hmm. over. yeah gotcha. mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's wild yeah i'm happy i'm yeah, so happy a, son and people seem to really like it like yeah, it's expensive like it's an expensive product how much is it 32 dollars. right here mm. Woo, yeah, yeah. But it was really expensive to make. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So we kind of it's, like uh, it's it's one of those things where like the we got I don't know you may have experienced this. We just had like a lot of the things we were doing. The cost just kept increasing. You know, like it yeah, just kept going it's just up little and up things. And, up. and yeah, it was a thing I was nervous about. And of course, some people said like that's too expensive. It's like it's totally fine. But the thing that I've gotten from people that have bought them is they tell me i can feel the quality in it and it's like well then yeah. i done yeah. my job you know yeah
2: like the thing i see immediately is the corners i mean this is i'm just looking at a product photo so maybe they're not all this way but the corner rounds are really good in terms of lining up with the page <laughs> like yeah. with the paper mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm-hmm. That, and that's actually hard to get someone to do that because the person operating that corner machine huh mm-hmm.
0: it's done manually yeah, what, I know, but still, yeah.
2: even to get the person to do it manually mm-hmm. well, it's, like, it's
0: actually hard, you know, hard. They got this and, machine, you know, it was like an old machine, and they built a blade with it, and they load yeah. them in, and someone steps on a thing, and it cuts yeah. it. I was like, I cannot. Yeah, but those that
2: person that's doing that is they like a, getting yep. the paper. Anyway, so yeah. mm-hmm. it's that kind of stuff that where if you were to, like, send this to Asia and do it cheaper, those things fall off. Like, you're not going to get the super color plan or not the color plan but the gf smith nice paper you're Mm -hmm. not gonna you know and all the little
0: little things start falling yeah the thing that really struck me in working with this company is i could feel the expertise yeah in a way that i've not experienced and i mean it helps that i could have meetings and conversations and they could show me around and point at the things that they were doing so that helped right because i got to look inside of the process a little bit more but it was things like that through the way that they would talk about how things would be done they had all these examples to show me like when they were saying they wanted to, to glue bind it i wasn't sure and they just got these books like these huge catalogs like really thick catalogs mm-hmm. and they would just pick it up by one page it's, like, it's look, fine it works because my concern yeah. was if we glue it if it's perforated and people pull it is the whole page going to come out because then that's out. not yeah. cool. going to feel good yeah. right but yeah. it's, you you can pull it and it's it comes out great, like and I, yeah. I've I've been using these for a year and like I've never had mm. a failure on any of the mm-hmm, ones that I have mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. so yeah that that's kind of the thing that I think the thing that where Cortex brand is now starting to find its area is like and it's just because of how I am like I want to make things that are they feel luxurious like because mm. I just yeah. like that and I know mm-hmm. that that's gonna Considered. make. I know it's going to make some not all but some of our products expensive and that's just to kind of be like a thing we're just going to have to work out what that means like I have other stuff that I want to do that won't be like it's it's entire thing is like I think we can make a good feeling product that will be very like not cheap but will be like very affordable Mm-hmm. But that we're, I think we're also going to have these kinds of things where, like, it is more expensive than than other products, like that you could get, like it. And as we say in the episode, like you just get a legal pad if you want, just turn it sideways yeah. and put it yeah. in front yeah. of you. Like you don't <laughs> I, need this one. Mm-hmm.
2: I have found a lot of comfort in, and maybe we've talked about this, but I found a lot of comfort in our kind of just like simple rule for pricing, um, and like kind of setting like kind of company wide margins yes. and just sticking to them, even if that means the price is kinda of high. That's where
0: that's why this one is this way. Because yeah. we wanted to do like a similar margin to what we were getting on the journal. And then uh-huh. that meant that the product price came out at this, but we were uh-huh. kind of like, okay, we believe this is a margin that's healthy for building a long term sustainable business. So yeah. we've kind of it just t- got and it our takes own it. the
2: and, and my hope, and I, and I think this is true, that people can like feel that quality. I, I think customers, even though they don't know the nitty gritty, I think people can feel when like something is a luxury item and there's a lot of cost that goes into a luxury brand like advertising and marketing and stuff that's not in the product. Mm-hmm. And although like Studio Need and Cortex makes things that are like expensive, like high end, because they're priced in like a rational way with margins, they they feel high quality. Like even though it's even like you know we ma- we just sold like a hundred and twenty dollar pin, which felt like expensive to us, but we got to that price because that's just like literally with our margins what it costs to make it, and it puts us in this at least and in just internally it's just like. Yes, we might be making some expensive stuff, but it's just like really high quality, and that's just like what the process dictates and whatever. And that feels like good and true. Um, and i I could be just like telling myself a story, but I do think that it's like noticeable by the customer like that they can mm-hmm. sense the the quality inherent in that. and and maybe it's a cheap thing that's you know, like or less expensive thing, but anyways, I, I, I really. And I'm, uh, yeah, I'm. I'm just like feel good about that decision, and I think we'll stick to it. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. I know. And it seems kind like you did the same thing.
0: Yeah, I know the kind of customer I am, mm-hmm. right? Where I, I don't want the most expensive thing. I just want the thing that I'm going to feel happiest about the money that I spent. And yeah. a lot of the time, that isn't in the cheap thing. Like especially yeah. when it comes to pen and paper stuff, because I yeah, if I get a cheap. Notepad, my fountain pens are going to destroy it. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then I'm not going to be happy with, with the money that I spent. So, like, yeah. with this, like, it was about right. Well, they want this paper. But we want it to be thick, and it's got to be printed just right, so it can't be coated in any particular way. And like, you know, that. And then it just continues going down there, and I end up with something that this is a product I want. Like, this is a product that I want to use. I feel comfortable using it every day, and like, it works for me. Right, and I feel like I've got to get to that point for me to be able to put my stamp on it. And like it's, yeah. it's you know, we've spoken about this before, right? Like I am known partly for my love of pens. Like I have to, I have to put my name on the line, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But like yeah. this is gonna be good. Like I yeah. can't yeah. give you something that's subpar because yeah. that it doesn't line up. And so that's kind of where we end up. But yeah, I'm I'm really happy with this. I will say I have found a whole new level of respect for Dan's video making. (laughs) Because I made a video, like I wanted to make a product video for this, and it Mm -hmm. was took me about I don't know, like 40 hours, and it was grueling. And (laughs) I'm pretty happy with what I made. It was Uh I, I think it came out better than I expected. But it was it was hard. It was what really was, hard.
1: Lot, what was grueling about it? Like, let's talk about it a little.
0: So, wh- what I was trying to go for was like a bunch of ways that someone would use the Sidekick Notepad just to kind of show it in use because it's a product that I think if you just look at it, it's hard to understand it. Like, just mm-hmm. like visually, just like a picture of it is difficult to see because. You got to see how the cover opens, and I think it helps mm-hmm. to see it in context with other things to kind of see where it might fit on a desk and like how you would use it. So I wanted to do lots of like, this is how you could use it in this environment, in this environment, and this is how it goes in a bag, You're like whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but I don't really know how to frame these things. I didn't know how to light them. Oh my god, mm-hmm. it takes so mm-hmm. much light yeah <laughs> yeah, like, yeah 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 an obscene yeah, like- amount of life <laughs> to to even be able to see anything it's really yeah. weird and like yeah it was just hard and like yeah. the editing was hard like i know how to use final cut but like how do you make it so you're not lingering and so it's interesting mm-hmm. writing the script wasn't too difficult for me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um because i had been working on like What is the story of the product for a long time? So, like, I was Mm -hmm. able to just, Mm -hmm. I'm sure you have this, right? If you're thinking about, like, what is the description on the website going to be? And, like, how can I concisely talk about it in a tweet or an Instagram post? You start working on that stuff throughout the development. And so, it was just when I was writing the script, it was just a case of, like, I take this from here and this from here. So that was fine. But, like, trying to make something interesting to
1: watch, it was just Mm. so much. It was just so hard. Like <laughs> It was yeah. just so hard. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things uh, you just, uh, like the next one will be better. You just keep, you know, Yeah. You, there's the only way to get better at it is to just keep making them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It gets
2: particularly frustrating. I think anytime I'm doing something where there's like a bar I'm trying to hit, either be like photography or like painting something where you, you know like what good is. And you think you hit it and then you take it back to review and it's not good. Like the lighting, I'm sure it's just like, oh yeah, I got it. I did the work. And then you bring it into the computer like, oh, this doesn't work. And you <laughs> have to go. It's like so painful to like get remotivated to like you know. And I think the trick, and Dan, tell me if you're wrong, but I feel like the trick is having really good tools to build a foundation, like a quality foundation on, so that it is not hard to at least just get the basic foundation right, right? Like, I feel like things really changed for you, Dan, when you got, like, the, like, Dragon Frame software to do stop motion. You just, like, Mm -hmm. upped your tools a little bit, like, really changed the game. Mm -hmm. Would you say that that's
1: true? Yeah, that matters to a degree, for sure. Uh, I mean, you can certainly make a compelling video with an iPhone and, you know, no lights and just, like, figure out a way to get it done. But it's almost like the tools in some ways can like inspire you to do better where it's like, once I started using dragon frame, it was like, Oh, I can actually like plan this out. Like I can actually draw a chart. I can draw a line of how I want the object to ease into the scene and put little tick marks and actually like plan it out. And it's like, Oh, this is tool is enabling so many things that I was basically just guessing at. Uh, oh, it's previously frame. Yeah, dragon yeah. like, uh, like uh, the creature. I thought it was like drag <laughs> and frame Dragon, right? yeah, no, frame. No, Dragon. So it's frame. Like, that's
2: like a stop motion like software yeah. that's like really good. But it's just yeah. as a metaphor for like, for instance, lighting. It's like,
0: yeah.
2: oh, actually having this like really good lighting setup for video like actually like completely changes the game in terms of mm-hmm. just like everything. Yeah. yeah one one
0: of the things for me that was that helped in that way was I bought um, a motorized camera slider. Uh huh. Mm. There's yeah. a company i I bought something from them before. They're called Edelkrone and yeah. they make yeah, these yeah, kinds yeah. of products. And they have like a slider and it has an app and you can, and because it would produce things that look really cool. It was like challenging me to come up with cool things to do with it. Yeah, right. Yeah, and so like, that sure. was really fun. Like I, I, that part was nice. I I liked mm-hmm. that. Right. Yeah. But, but there was just parts of the video where it's like, I have a thing in my mind that I want to do and trying to set this like stage and the lights and the camera and me was really hard. Like there was yeah. one shot where I was literally inside of a tripod. Like I had to climb uh-huh. in the yeah. tripod yeah. Yeah. No, to yeah. put my yeah. arms yeah. through
2: yeah. to use yeah. this yeah. thing. Yeah. Right? You need like yeah. an overhead. Tri- yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I want to make one point on the like tool thing is there's definitely a dark side to that where... You, it's the classic, like, you have a hammer and you think everything is a nail, where it's like, yeah. ooh, I have the slider. And then all of a sudden, every shot is a slider shot. Yeah. And it's, it's like, way. <laughs> 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 yeah. Everything
0: was moving all over the place. I
1: gotta, I gotta, I gotta, like, just Rain use this in. sparingly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Did you, so what kind of camera did you use?
0: I have a Sony a6400. Okay. And so that helped a lot. And I, I have a couple yeah. of lenses that I don't know what they are, but a friend of mine mm-hmm. just told me buy these like ages ago. Okay. <laughs> and so I used like one is just like a regular, I think it's like a 16 to 50. And I also have a macro mm-hmm. lens. Mm, and so I was able I've used macro. both of those and they helped to create yeah. different types of shots. But this is, so, this is an area that I really want to work a lot on. Yeah. because i want to get better at making photos and videos just to put on instagram too right yeah. like um, and so like i'm i'm setting up a part of my studio now to just permanently have all this stuff there's always lights and tripods and it all set up and if i have some time or i have an idea i could just go do it and i'm trying to work out what things i want to add to this and and like set dressingy type things right mm-hmm. cuz mm-hmm. i want to yeah. show this these products more in use than like on on like just simple texture backgrounds or whatever I think that, yeah. that, that yeah. helps yeah. for these a little bit more yeah 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 this
1: this the video stuff is a classic learn by doing. I mean, there's that, there's that Stanley Kubrick quote that we pull out all the time. That's like the best advice I could give is grab a camera and start making something. Mm -hmm. And with photography and, and video editing and video shooting in general, or specifically, I think it's totally true where it's like, I remember when I started, you know, the first time you pick up a digital camera, you know, decades ago, and it's like, this number is flashing 1.4. That means nothing to me. Like there's nothing intuitive about that. You just have to learn. And then someone can explain, oh, that's the aperture. It's really big right now. Da, da da depth of field and it's like that you could kind of understand that but you actually have to shoot it to really understand like oh when the number's at this it's going to yeah. look like this and then you start to understand the science of it and how the light and, and all that stuff but it's like yes you could l- read a textbook and learn it but you really got to just do it to learn it people would try to explain to me
0: what iso meant like a thousand times and i yeah. didn't get it <laughs> but now i understand like I don't really know particularly what it's doing, but I can see the difference in the images when I adjust it. And so like, yeah. I'm starting to learn a bit more now that like, if I just flood the thing with light and then change the ISO levels, I can get a much higher quality looking image. More light way. is always better. Yeah.
1: yeah. Photography is, I don't know how to phrase this. It's one of the most unintuitive things when you're beginning because it's just like numbers and like the idea of like an aperture changing how in focus the scene is. Like it doesn't really intuitively make sense, but then once you learn it, it's like, Oh yeah, of course I have to do change this to get this. And I have to adjust this. Like you, it becomes second nature, but when you're starting out, it's, it feels, it's probably like computer programming or something where it's like, this does not make any sense. And
0: like (laughs) everything I read doesn't help. Like it just doesn't help. It's all just numbers. It's like math. It's like I'm doing math. Like, and I find it really weird. But like, I have again. So she's the more I've been like poking around, the more I'm understanding Mm -hmm. how to do. Like, as well. Like, I think I shot the video in like (laughs) I think it's in 24 frames per second, and this was not my intention. (laughs) (laughs) I just shot like half of the clips. Like I got like Mm -hmm. halfway through, and I was like i didn't check the frame rate it's like mm-hmm. oh cinematic yeah. i guess is what we're going for here Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like and the, i think that yeah. this
2: is a metaphor in general mike for like a design process for you like you know you should if you're going to be making paper stuff get like a guillotine cutter yeah and like a bone tool for it like spend like 300 bucks and get some like basic tools so that you can like it's pretty easy to like prototype paper stuff on your yeah. own. You know what I mean? The one thing and I did do
0: for this project is I bought an A3 printer. Oh, like, like really figure. early on because yeah. it's the, it's the, the notepad is 30 centimeters wide by 18 centimeters. So like to get it all on one page, I needed more than A4 could give me, yeah. so I bought a yeah. like, mm-hmm. A3 printer so I could like because mm-hmm. that's when I was yeah. starting out. It's like I was coming up with a layout, right? And it's just like I need so that part I did do more than I've done before. Of like, I did a yep. lot of prototyping with like, what did the right layout feel like, and uh-huh. what did it uh-huh. feel like size. physically in size? Mm-hmm. But yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. I I want to now, I want to now be able to. I feel like I've, I understand a lot more of the language now than I ever yeah. have mm-hmm. before, and I can have conversations yeah. with printers. But I mm-hmm. now want yeah. to be able to understand the like. Oh my god, I, I don't even know. It's like the physical language, like mm-hmm. the feel of these things. Like, yeah, that, that's yeah, what I'm and there's no on.
2: other way besides just yeah, like just trying it over and over again and messing with it and seeing how the paper breaks and whenever you score it, or, you know, it's like all that stuff. And and the more you know about On the industrial, not the prototyping, but on the industry side, like what are the constraints of, you know, the machines that exist, etc. You know, the more you'll be able to just like design, 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 like quickly. Yeah, Uh, Yeah, but but I will say that like just
0: for them to do everything. Yeah, you don't have to wait. But I will
2: say the downside, the dark side, like Dan was saying, like much like the video and like oh, I have this hammer, so everything's a nail. Like uh, you do, and we this happens to us, like get stuck in the prototyping, limited by the prototyping tools you have, right? And so you, it is good to, like, pop out and, like, ask the experts for, like, hey, you know, is this possible or whatever? But mm-hmm. having that quick uh, iteration cycle, there's just nothing beats it. I mean, like, if you care about... It's just, like, I don't think anything beats it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I've been thinking about this, as you guys can probably tell, I've been thinking about this, like, a lot internally as we're, like, making these changes, that studio need to, like have more people helping us and and in some ways being further away from some of the product stuff. Uh, Just like really coming back around to this idea that like, it's like this this metaphor of like building a deck. It's like, so I built this huge deck in our backyard, like huge. And I'm realizing, I think I used to tell myself that like, I'm the one who needed to actually, like I liked building the deck. But I think it's, the, the truth is that I, I want to know how the deck is built so that I can design a deck efficiently and good, but I actually don't care about being the one building the deck. But I think the only way that you can like really know how to design something super well is like knowing like how the, how the deck is exactly built. Yes. And maybe that means you do need to build the first yeah. deck or whatever, <laughs> but just that metaphor of like being really close, like being on the factory floor, being really close to like the industrial processes, to the metal and having the full context and then being able to design is, I don't know. It just feels like, it just feels like a really true thing. It feels like that that's like true.
0: I mean, I I agree completely. Like, I think it's, it's in every part of it, right? Like, you know, we were talking about like Instagram ads and that kind of stuff in the past. Like I'm, just i'm just trying to make it work like the same as like i had a bunch of people say to me like why did you spend all that time on the product video like there's a professional just hire a professional it's like Mm -hmm. yeah but like at some point yes like we will Mm -hmm. we will hire professionals i have no doubt about that but like Mm -hmm. i wanted to understand it and i wanted to know what it felt like because and i feel like that's important i like to I like to try everything in the business, even if I know eventually it's going to go to somebody else. Because then mm-hmm. I can talk intelligently to that person about what I'm looking for from them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because then yeah. I have more of an understanding. Like, you know, like I've continued to boost a lot of posts on Instagram and and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. use the Meta Ads Manager tools and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I can I can see it's having an effect. Right. Like I can see that. The, we're getting good click-throughs and, and that kind of, like I can see it's it's working. But I'm also aware of the fact that I know I'm not doing this efficiently enough. Like I just know. I know mm-hmm. that there's more efficiencies mm-hmm. to be found. And at some point, I'll try and find someone who can help me. But for now, it's like I just need to try and get an, I, I'm looking for like an idea of like what kinds of posts seem to do better than others, you know, like mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. if you didn't much, much reels content,
1: Uh, not really. I mean, we're starting to post these little, uh, thoroughly considered, uh, Mm -hmm. teasers in reels. That's really kind of the first time more or less we've used reels. Yeah. Cause I've started to do a little bit with the psychic
0: notepad stuff and I'm seeing at the moment that they are, when I'm boosting them, they are performing very well. Mm. And I think at the moment, Instagram is making sure that that happens for you. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah, yeah. I would say like, it, the, I would recommend giving it a go. Like, yeah. F- just trying out some reels content and putting a little bit of money behind it. But like, yeah. we're getting we, very good click through rates right now on these.
1: Yeah. So we're making, so we started making these like, you know, nine by 16 vertical video, like thoroughly considered teaser, 60 second long teasers. And, we formatted that way so it's just like oh we can just post this everywhere like let's yep. put it on TikTok let's put it on YouTube or whatever and like the YouTube shorts they actually get like over a thousand views hmm. like pretty quickly whereas if we posted that as a video it would have six views right now you know like no one yeah. would find no no one no, would it, it wouldn't be surfaced yeah. to anyone yeah. like there would be no reason to so that's kind of interesting it's like oh they are these are getting propagated somehow and you know people are Well, that's know, the whole magic it, yeah. of tiktok right i mean that's like tiktok's competitive advantage yeah. is yeah the culture <laughs> is oh i don't follow all these people this i just let the feed yeah you're speak you're not me. search you're not specifically yeah. searching for stuff you're just letting it come to you <laughs> yeah. i guess i just went and looked at
0: the account and one of the posts has one comment and the comment is what is this? <laughs> what uh, What is this? You know what? Here? Good question. What is this? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> but you're right though, right? Like if you posted that, if you posted that clip formatted as a regular 16 by 9 video on YouTube, how many views is it going to get? Yeah, right? yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. But like posting them as shorts, is just something about that medium. It's just being served to so many people.
2: Yeah, for now, give it what nine months yeah, for now, yeah. year and a
0: half. Because <laughs> they're all trying, it's all, everyone's trying to make it happen, right? I have a friend, but that's the game. Who she is? A um, she she does like a, she has a small stationery store in London. It's like an online store, and she was she's been posting recently about. She posted. Um, it's called All Things Stationery. Is the store? It's, mm-hmm. and she just curates, she's based in London, she curates products, really nice little products. She makes some stuff of her own too, some like greeting cards and some planner pads and stuff like that. And she had a a, a delivery of some like, just very fiz- like appealing looking pens. I think it was the, maybe it was like the Le Pen. I don't remember what pen it was exactly. It's not really important, but they were just like nice pastel colors. They looked really mm-hmm. good. She made a TikTok video about them and her store just went insane Mm -hmm. just hundreds Mm -hmm. and hundreds of orders and like she's been for the past couple of weeks just been posting on instagram about trying to dig herself out of the order (laughs) hole that she Uh got herself in just because she posted a tiktok and it's just fascinating to me as like a you know and i know why some of this stuff happens right um actually it's all Things Station is her uh blog, Stationer. dot the dash stationer dot is her website. It's like if you're mm-hmm. in the UK, a great purveyor of nice goods. Mm. Um and it just kind of shows like if you get in that algorithm and, and of course they try and um push you forward a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. In that way. Like mm-hmm. they try and surface your TikTok to new to people if you're new. But mm-hmm. like it can be it could just go wild right and she's just yeah. been it's been hundreds and hundreds of orders of just this one type of pen like over and over and over again because it was yeah got on a mildly butt with the TikTok or and
1: whatever. that was kind of the david smith thing too right like just a, a random tiktok uh yes thing. And not even content he was creating yeah. uh just someone else an influencer type person was like Do you want to make your iPhone so aesthetic? (laughs) Yep. And then the next thing, right, is built a hugely
0: sustainable, wonderful business. Yeah. It's wild, right? Like, that is what can happen. But it's, I mean, I know it sounds like, but a lot of it just seems like so much work, right? Like, how do you, how do you, yeah. Well, it's
2: also not predictable. You know, it's like this thing where it's like, oh, I guess, you know. But that's the way it is. I mean, it's awesome we have the like these platforms, you know, like that
0: they're that is possible. It is but TikTok it is a game. Got like 250,000 views or something, the one that she posted and then it just sent her store wild just cuz the mm. algorithm picked it up. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. It's good.
2: It's uh, you know. But it, it's funny we're in the right now. I mean, I don't know if we talked about this last, but like right now we're in the mode of like oh, crap it's working uh-oh we have to like get our feet under us with like operationally like being able to fulfill stuff so it's been like a crazy crazy couple weeks of making all these changes really quickly to like get ourselves uh, like back on being ahead of the ball or even just catching up so um it's it's interesting good time, but it's just like, oh, okay. <laughs> I
0: see, I see. Tech Corner? It's time. <laughs> it's time, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh. For Dan's <laughs> Tech <Corner! laughs> Oh, it's returned. <laughs> the original. <laughs> the best. Alright, so my favorite thing is just to read what it says in the in the notes here. Tom and Dan need new computers. Well, boys... <laughs> am i here to help you (laughs) what's it gonna take to get you in one of these computers today well my the sad
2: the sad instigator for all of this is i mentioned i like moved offices and there was like this shelf on the wall where i put my desk and i stood up this big like framed picture of a poster behind it and i had the window open and i think the Wind blew and made like a suction and like made the thing tilt forward and like knocked my iMac off the desk and like and I came in and it was like hanging by a USB cable like off the <laughs> desk and I was like whoa wow you saved yourself but then realized like there's a huge crack on the screen
0: oh, oh no <laughs> and it's,
2: yeah 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 and so it, the this let me see it's a 2017 iMac so it's like old um but I also like wouldn't have just like decided to replace it the screen works it's just got this big like spider web crack and like <laughs> a third of it so it's kind of like okay what's what are we gonna do and then when i mentioned that to dan he's like well he's like do you want to just have my old computer and i will get a new computer and so then it just sent us down this whole rabbit hole of like what we would do or what like imagining what one would do or mm-hmm. should do in this situation. And we don't have any answers. I, I was pretty resolved that like just getting a Mac studio and like some third party monitor would be my thing. Mm-hmm. Then I talked to Casey, my wife and she's like, you should get a laptop and plug it into a monitor because you're always like wanting to borrow my laptop. Like I don't have a laptop anymore. That's like <laughs> a good laptop. Hmm. So that that compli- complicates the situation. So I, I'm completely lost. I don't know. And really, oh, Dan's yeah. the one that has like a computer that needs like making video is like, as you know, like painful. So it's like he actually needs a, a beefy machine. So
1: okay, we don't know. So yeah, help us, think. Mike. And let me my, so for my computing needs, I've always been a little bit vexed because... It's like a 90 percent, 10 percent type thing where it's like 90 percent of the time a, a M1 would be more than sufficient. Yeah. Right. You know, it'd, it'd be amazing. But then there's this other if I'm doing the stop motion with After Effects or I'm doing Adobe Premiere or I guess Logic 2 an extent, too, although I don't really feel super constrained by that. It's like, oh yeah, throw as much computer as you can at these heavy duty things. So it's like what is the proper investment? You know, it's like how far do I want to go? What is too much computer to where it's like, okay, you're actually not getting the value out of this. So I think I have
0: an idea for you for you Dan of like the way to think about that. I think I have the answer for that, but Tom, mm-hmm. do you have these kinds of scenarios too? where you're Not, like pushing nothing heavy the like rendering
2: video okay. i what about like the, cad the, stuff yeah the cad yeah, stuff CAD is heavy cad photoshop stuff but it's um it's i think it's mostly processor bound actually uh, i think and so i bet if i had a even like an m1 it would probably be good enough i definitely don't need a crazy thing like it's never going to use like multi like parallel processors is not yeah. going to use like a ton of ram, you know. Like I mean, Photoshop will use whatever you throw at it, but like I don't need that really. So mm-hmm. I am guessing I'm not super like if I were to get a Mac Studio right now, I would probably get like a just like a mid-level. You know, nothing crazy.
1: Yeah, I mean, you were talking about doing the Mac mini. Uh, yeah, I could even last, probably do a souped-up Mac like mini. Like a Mac mini fine. Pro. I think
0: yeah. I think that's an uh it's a, Relatively easy one for you, Tom. I yeah. think a one of the good. I would get
1: the M two Pro Mac Mini. Well, why not? The, I mean, why not the laptop? Why not a Mac uh, MacBook Pro? With well, this a, is the, the second part of yeah. it, right? So, mm-hmm. like,
0: if you wanted to just get a desktop machine, then I think you should just get a Mac Mini and get like a display. I say, like, Studio Display is really nice, but it's not essential. Like, in my opinion, mm-hmm. it's really really yeah. nice. But it's not essential. If yeah. you just get a decent display, like I like LG displays um, yeah. typically, like then then you'll be good. Like uh, LG have some really good options and, and I like that. And, and not even, you can get the ones that are like the ultra fine, right? Which is like meant to work really great with the Mac. But mm-hmm. I really like their Ergo displays. They come with like really interesting arms of a lot of adjustability. So like I've liked LG. those. Yeah, I like LG displays. Are those 5K? Depends. Like some mm. of them are and some of them aren't. Um, I mm. think mostly they aren't. Mm. So I think I have a 4K display that I'm looking at right now. I think this but this, this LG that I have is an old model now. Mm. Um, you're not interested. What screen size do you have? 27. Know, 27, yeah. 27. And I would
2: not want smaller, but I don't care about yeah. bigger.
0: Okay. Like then, a 27 is great. Then, yeah, I think something like a Mac Mini is good for you. But there is that question of like, if you think you would ever want a laptop, you should just get one of the laptops. I mean,
2: I do often want a laptop. I, right. I do. It, I, it often I do. Then you um, should get the MacBook Pro instead.
0: it's more expensive. That's the problem,
2: right? Yeah. So like, I could, I could get, be happy with a 13-inch. Though I don't need a, I don't need a. Bigger one, but I guess that that's just an older one, and I wouldn't even want to go there. I would probably no. If you're going to get
0: a Mac Pro, Pro you should get you should get the 14 inch because you could get yeah. the 14 inch M2 Pro, but that starts at two grand. Where the yeah. the Mac Mini starts at, but I mean if you
1: match up the Pro, like make that Mac Mini a Pro too. Yeah, then it's not a huge difference, I don't think.
0: Uh, twelve ninety nine
1: oh so that's, that's the like, starting price for the, for the m2 pro yeah yeah it's not too bad so yeah
2: i yeah i feel like to me this is a pretty easily solvable problem it's really dan it's like mm-hmm. it's like that thing he mentioned where it's just like okay and well, that's the and thing the, the so. tricky
1: thing is like the state of the studio and the pending uh you know mac pro is like the mac pro going to kind of override the studio like is the studio ever going to get a mac 2 or sorry an m2 or is it going to skip I to m3 or I is think the studio done
0: forever <laughs> like, i don't think the studio is done like i understand yeah, why people but, are
1: asking that question
0: but like i don't think they're gonna i don't think they would have walked themselves into that again no right? no yeah. it seems
2: like it's perfect for i could be surprised the mac Pros done like it feels like max pro is for people that work at pixar yeah. And they're going to yeah, make it Max for that reason.
0: For they're yeah. going to yeah. make so here's a my, so, Mac Pro, but who knows what yeah. it's going to be. Yeah. So
1: I started like and but this is you start to get in these weird pricing stratifications and how they do their how everything is uh you know soldered together where it's like I didn't think I need I needed an ultra processing power wise but that's the only way to get 128 gigs of RAM, which would be amazing for After Effects because After Effects has something called RAM preview, where whenever you're previewing your timeline, it's literally putting it into RAM. And it's just like the more you have, it's like you can never have kind of too much. Uh, So I would love that, but it seems like the only way you can get that much is with the Ultra. So it's like now I'm in this category where it's like, you know what is the kind of don't want to buy it right now because it's like mid-cycle but i don't you know i don't know what the future holds so
0: yeah yeah i don't. I, I don't i'm not even sure if we're mid-cycle on the mac studio yet like realistically yeah like i yeah. think we yeah. might be mid-cycle on that product later on this year because yeah. i i i think they may go all the way to to m3 for it yeah skip the two wait yeah yeah so this it is complicated too because the M3 chips are going to be the three nanometer chips, mm-hmm. and it's expected that it's going to be a nice jump in performance. Mm-hmm. But what I was going to say is, I encourage that you build a machine for that ten percent work mm-hmm. because that ten percent work is the time when you're going to be the most frustrated by your computer, and you're always like it's like while I was talking about making the video, you're always burning hard then, right? Yeah. Because that kind of work is like one of the last things before a Kickstarter project. And like, you know, yeah. you've got to get it done before you want to launch the Kickstarter it project. And-, and like every minute that it's going to take longer is going to just be more and more frustrating. So like, I think that that kind of work, like, and I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend this, this thinking for everyone, right, in mm-hmm. general, but mm-hmm. I think for what mm-hmm. you're doing. Well, and I mean, I'm
2: fully on board with Dan having it because like, for instance, the growth we're having right now because of paid ads in Studio Neat is because of like video content that Dan is producing, right? So it's like, in my mind, the cost benefit is like a no brainer. You know what I mean? But obviously it's like, sure, but we don't need a $20,000 computer, right? But it's like, just be reasonable and get like a good computer. And to me, that's like a done, it's like no question in my mind. Yeah.
1: And I'm also, I really like to... Uh, keep computers for a long time. I don't really enjoy upgrading them or migrating them or I like to kind of make it my home for several years. So it's like I would, I could very easily convince, my, convince myself to kind of over-index on the specs because it's like, oh, I, I want to have this for eight years, you know. Uh, and if and you're so, doing
2: that, I think there's no reason to worry about being mid-cycle.
0: This is what I was
1: going
2: to yeah, say. Suppose, if you, if
0: you yeah. are thinking you're going to keep it for the best part of a decade, if you want it now, just get it now. Like, yeah, it will be more powerful when they revise it. But what difference does it make? It's already
1: so powerful. The M1 Ultra is bananas. It's bananas. Yeah. Like, it's so yeah. good. But, but the other part of the equation is like, my screen didn't break. It's like, I don't actually need a new computer <laughs> right now. It's like, sure, I could get one. But I could certainly use this computer for another year and yeah, not really, sometimes, you know. Sometimes
0: everyone gets new toys. <laughs> oh my, my I, I'm one of three boys, right? I'm the middle child. Every time it was one of our birthdays, everyone got a toy. Aww. You know, like whoever's birthday it was, they got the most. Yeah, but we all got something. You know, and it's like this is one of those things, where it's like, all right, someone needs a new computer. Maybe we all get new computers. You
2: know, everyone well, it gets definitely, new it definitely, it's never going to be a good time to spend. Money like that, you know what I mean? It's like, no, never, there's never, like, a yeah, so never a good time, so
0: it's kind of just like if you found the need, you're gonna do it eventually. Why not do it now? And especially if mm-hmm. you're like, if you want to wait a long time, the Mac Studio is great, no point waiting for the Mac Pro because the things that the Mac Pro is gonna do, you don't need them, like, you really don't no, need yeah. them. Like, no, what do you need, so you need that external that GPUs support or, or whatever yeah. it could end up being, right? Yeah, and it's you gonna be so need expensive. Need
2: you also don't need the XDR, like, I don't think, no. just, like, get a good
1: monitor that's big, like, all that stuff.
0: Studio display like, would be fantastic, or, you can, or just any big display. just Or right?
1: that Dell monitor. <laughs> uh, oh, no, yeah.
0: Not- oh, yeah, I forgot we had a whole thing about those monitors <laughs> yeah, yeah, ages ago.
1: Yeah. That Dell monitor, you can get that. Uh, I've kind of talked myself off the, uh, off the edge of the cliff on that one. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. No, yeah. The monitor is a, I probably would just get the studio monitor. You know, actually I, the, the, the mental, uh, reasoning I went through is I think I probably would get the studio monitor. And then if a really great 32 inch monitor comes along, that's not the Dell. Uh, I would pass that to my wife who could use it. And then, you know,
0: Because I think at one. some point in the next couple of years, Apple's going to release a really good studio display. Like the one we have now is, is really good, but like a really good, like promotion. I, I want size
1: display. though. Like I, I'm That's not, the, the, I the, spec I, the spec I care the most about is These how large, large it games. is. Like, <laughs> okay. yeah, it, it is possible uh, they could go 32 with that. Like
0: they might be wanting yeah. to create something which is... Effectively replacing the Pro Display
1: XDR, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm.
0: way cheaper because it's yeah, just or or not even if
1: they, uh, I'm trying to think if there's an example. I feel like there is where it's like they update a product version two, but it's also kind of rethought and cheaper. Where it's like, okay, we kind of. We went a little yeah. too pro on that. So let's like, maybe it's only 3000 or $3,500, but still the 32 inches and nice or something. I think the pro like.
0: display was like, they went hard at the exact wrong time. Mm. Like it was just before the mini LED technology was going to be available to them. And the mini LED, like the mini LED display on the MacBook Pro is in some ways a better display than the Pro display XDR. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so like if they could have just waited a little bit longer or if this technology was available sooner, I don't think the Pro display would have cost 10 grand. Right? Like yeah. they, they maybe they maybe
1: they would have still wanted to
0: make it a little extra and it goes, like 5 grand or whatever, but like I just
1: it just wouldn't have cost. Well, that's how much now. it doesn't cost 10 grand now. It is 5 grand, right? Or whatever it is, right? Like yeah. 5 I just I've seen. I was thinking of the price of banana. How Mac much Pro. does a banana cost?
0: Exactly. <laughs> I think they're
2: just. I think they're just. I think with this Pro XDR display and the Mac Pro, they're just being. They're making something for the absolute like color people to do color correction for a living or whatever. Yeah. No, there's and an it's like audience. An aspirational, but not, not even if there's a big audience or market, it's just like. If the absolute pros are using our hardware, it's just like an aspirational, like good yeah. thing. So
1: it's fu- I, there's funny. There's multiple products. So it's like this. It's like I really want the XDR, and the only reason I want it is because it's thirty-two inches and it looks nice. Like the color reproduction is like, well, sure, that's nice, yeah. but I don't need to pay for that. And yeah. it is exactly like the uh, Apple Watch uh, Ultra. No, not the ultra. The um, just any. Are they called edition now, or just any of the like stainless steel or fancy, uh, fancier yeah. ones? Mm-hmm. All I care about is the sapphire display. I don't care about the material. Aluminum this would be is- fine. I don't care about cellular. I buy them I'm forced to buy them because the scratch resistant display is so important to me so I'm like forced to buy this thing that's way more expensive that I'm not getting all the value out of because I so desperately want this like one aspect that's not on accident guys yeah Yeah. this is not on accident there's a
2: team of people that's all they do
1: is figure this out so your issue is it's
0: just screen size that's all
1: you're looking for well and I want it to look I want it to be a decent looking thing on the desk yeah. too. So that's what would dissuade me from the Dell one. It's like, oh man, this is, <laughs> this is really something. Uh, but mm. if they're like, if LG put out a 32 inch 6k display, that was like, okay, it's got a black bezel. It's n- nothing to, nothing to, uh, to be happy. Yeah. But it's, but it it's kind of fades in the background and isn't super loud. Then I would get that for sure. Oh, I uh, just found
0: I just found that Dell one again. My my <laughs> word! This, really this or is a oh boy, that is a yeah. That's just because of that
2: circle on the top right. It's like a circle, the circle on the top. On the,
1: top yeah. the foot. And the asymmetry. <laughs> it's got a lot lot going on this
0: thing it's got a lot going on you know well but we don't
1: we don't even know the cost yet so it's like if that thing is like 35 3800 it's like that's not even cheap enough to to, for you know compare to the x uh the xdr so there's so much we don't even know about that uh, i
0: can't believe we still don't know the price of that it was january yeah
1: so that dumb one isn't even an option. You know, if I were to buy a computer today, I'd have to do something else because it's not available. I mean, I'll tell you, it's not an option for a different reason, but, you know, if price is anything, <laughs> we're talking
0: about hand and fine, but if I had that little that little circle looking at you all the time, go yeah. for it.
1: Yeah, I, well, we solved it. I think yeah. I think the key is Mac Studio, yes, mm. for you. I think that's the key. So, but then the getting the Ultra Mac Studio? Uh, so I, mean, I can get the 128?
0: <laughs> it's complicated, right? Because that's expensive. Yeah. But if you real, if that level of RAM is important to you, then, I mean, yeah, you're probably going to have to go down that route. Yeah. How much RAM do you have now, Dan? I have 64 now.
1: Mm,
0: yeah. uh, and if you're already feeling like you'd like more. My only question would be, because it's unified memory now, right? And so... Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm talking a little bit out out of school here, because obviously mm-hmm. I have friends that know way more. Maybe some of them listen to the show and they'll let us know. Mm-hmm. But like the that I believe that some the Mac can borrow from storage now for a lot of this stuff, and I wonder if mm. After Effects is um optimized in that way that it could do that. That this this RAM gobbling feature that you use could it mm-hmm. use. Store no because the unified memories across the graphics, and you just get as much RAM as you want. Yeah, I mean, if that's a feature, like I think you should just go for that, even though, yeah, the problem is, and this is part of the problem with this new Apple Silicon architecture, is it does have these constraints. It has more control, like there are certain storage tiers and RAM tiers that you just can't get Mm -hmm. unless you go up to an additional chip in a way that wasn't really a problem before, but like each of their cores seem to have like a Uh, like a max level that it's willing to take, and then they like put those two chips Mm -hmm. together and there. You can double it, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the Ultra is intense. I have the M1 Max in my MacBook Pro, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I am so happy I made that decision Mm -hmm. because for me, it's processing of audio. Everything's so fast.
1: Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm.
0: so fast. It's so nice. Like yeah. I'm just happy that I went with that because as well, that machine, now I will have this this laptop plugged into this computer for I mean, I could have it for a really, really long time like for me, yeah. it's only about like I can only imagine myself changing this if Apple comes up with some kind of form factor, which is really exciting to me, and so then I'll just sell this laptop and go for that, but just from mm-hmm. a power perspective, like that thing's going to last me for a really, really long time and so I would say that, yeah, the M1 Ultra Mac Studio will probably become an M3 Ultra Mac Studio at some time, but like, I don't think it's mm-hmm. worth... Uh, I would just say, like if you're if you're going to keep it for so long, I think you're going to see such a huge jump anyway, right? Because you're on Intel mm-hmm. now, right?
1: Yeah. 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 The, old Intel. He, you yeah. Had, he, yeah. He's the same, same as me. Same as Tom,
0: 2017. Five years old. Yeah. I mean, it's like get light it. years. It. Get it. Yeah. You should just get it. You should just get it. And Tom, I think you should get a Mac Mini. <laughs>
1: mm. I don't know. It's I, think get a, I think you should get a laptop. Or,
0: yeah, yeah. If, you, if you're willing yeah. to spend look, then I would recommend getting a MacBook Pro because that's what I do. Yeah. I'm a laptop and monitor person now, and I yeah. love that lifestyle. Like, yeah, that I have I that I flexibility, might. and I
2: have... I, I like decoupling. For sure, I love decoupling th- things from yep. now on, and and it mm-hmm. feels like a laptop... It has been a missing piece for me for a long time, and,
0: so and then on. just having one computer that does everything you need yeah. is fantastic.
2: and it sucks because I have specific like I can't use an iPad for the things that I need to do the most, unfortunately,
1: mm. and so that really yeah means I to desperately tried to do the like oh maybe an iPad will be my like thin client mobile thing and just couldn't kind of get it to work so it works really great
0: for a lot of stuff but just not everything like yeah. Anything. Not for us creators, you know. Yeah. I know, right?
2: <laughs> Design I, professional creators. So
0: we continue to come back to the same problem, though, which is the displays. Like that is just like a that is it is an unsolved thing. Completely. It's very
2: weird. It's very weird that that yeah. hole is in Apple's lineup. They care so much about displays. It's like. It seems so strange. Yeah. Well,
1: at least they got back into the game. Like, yeah. at least yeah. there yeah. are. Yes, there is options an option now. Like, there, yeah. I mean,
2: there For is the, a
0: realistic uh, option now, but it's still expensive. Remember, yeah. it's
2: impossible to punch down on Apple. So yeah. uh, we can be as critical <laughs> as we want. And I could say, you know what? I think you guys could also put out a
1: 32 at the same time. I yeah. think you
2: yeah. <laughs> have enough supply chain shops and, and stuff to handle that, guys.
1: And maybe put like an okay camera in it. Yes. As yeah, well. maybe. <laughs> maybe. Considering this thing is
0: like two inches thick like like the fact that I I was telling the boys before this I suspend a glyph above my studio display and put my iPhone up there and like Mm -hmm. this thing cost me like (laughs) 1600 right like you could have put an iPhone in it you know what I mean just like sneak one in there (laughs) it would be fine it would be totally fine
1: Thoroughly considered as a joint production between Relay FM and Studio Neat. You can find out more about this episode by going to relay.fm/tc/96.